Welcome to the Cork Church Podcast. We are so glad that you're joining us today. We hope that this message inspires you, builds your faith, and encourages you in the things of the Lord. Enjoy the message. Pastor Nick, thank you so much for uh, inviting us to share. And God has laid a message on my heart for the church. And I just want to ask you to turn in your Bibles, please, to Philippians chapter 3. And we're going to read from verse 12. Philippians chapter 3, and we're going to read from verse 12. Praise God. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own. Because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upper call of God in Christ Jesus. This is God's word. Let us pray. Gracious and heavenly Father, we, you have blessed us so much this morning. And we, we thank you, Lord, that the blessings of heaven don't run out. And that you have more for us. So I ask, Father God, that you would speak to every heart here this morning that your word, the seed of your word, would find the good soil and that much fruit would be produced for your glory and yours alone. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're going to do. We praise you for the change that will come about for what you've done in our hearts this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, church family, it's great to be here this morning. I come with a full heart. I've been blessed this morning. You know, the worship, I always find when I'm worshiping, I'm thinking I have to, if I'm getting up to preach especially, I have to be careful that I'm not drenched in sweat. And, um, but you know what? You just got to enter in when the Lord is blessing. And so praise the Lord. And, and a, a shiny head, not a shiny forehead, a shiny head is a good giveaway that, that I've been entering in. So praise the Lord. I'm so thankful. But God wants to bless us this morning as always. He wants to speak to us. He wants to sow something into your heart this morning that will make a difference in your life. And he will get the glory. Amen? The title of our message is, I Press On. And if there was a subtext, keep pressing on. Amen? So, there's one thing I've noticed since I put my trust in Jesus Christ. The day I put my trust in Jesus Christ, I wasn't taken home straight to heaven. I was thinking, but I'm saved. I'm in a relationship with God. Why am I not in heaven? And as I read the scriptures, as people minister to my life, I see this amazing truth of this journey, discipleship. That God had saved me for a purpose. Yes, heaven, I cannot wait. But while I'm here, God wants to use me and wants to use you 
for a specific purpose. That he had laid hold of me for a specific purpose. And he has laid hold of you for a specific purpose. Isn't that amazing? Now, I know that the world comes against us. I know that we have challenges. I know that we can come to church on a Sunday and during the week we can think, how could God use me? I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. But listen, friends, it's not about us. It's about him. And he will work in you to work through you to achieve that which he has called you for. Amen. And God has saved you and placed you amongst a specific group of people. In your job, you could be an electrician. You could be a plumber. You could be a school teacher. You could be a stay-at-home mom. Those watching live, you could work anywhere. But God has placed you there in college, in school, wherever it is. Because he wants you to reach somebody for him. Praise God. And the Apostle Paul, writing to the church at Philippi, wanted to encourage the church that the gospel is important. Amen? It's the power of God unto salvation for those who believe. And the gospel is what saves people. It's the gospel we preach. Christ and Him crucified. So keep that first, Paul is saying. And be discipled. God has ordained that we would come under pastors whom he has called. We will be discipled. We will be equipped for ministry. We will be built up in our most holy faith. And as Ben mentioned up here, and it blessed my heart with the team, the Holy Spirit lives in us all. And the strength of God will equip us to do what he's called us to do. Amen? Now, one of the areas in Philippians which really blessed me that Paul was concerned about for the church, and we need to be concerned about, to a certain degree, is that the world can press back as we press on. As we press out for Christ, the enemy's going to press back. And Paul was concerned in the world they lived in, and very similar today, a wicked, evil world coming against to discourage, to get, get the church to stop. He wanted to encourage them. He believed that some of the church, maybe a lot of the church, looked at Paul in a kind of a, a super way, that they put him on a pedestal, that God had given him a greater um, blessing of grace in his life, that God had gifted him in a greater way than them. And friends, that can happen. And as you read through Philippians, Paul is vulnerable with them. He wants to say to them, no, I'm like you. It's God who has called me. It's God who's equipped me. And I keep on going. I've learned to keep pressing on. So we're going to learn from something that Paul shares this morning that I think is very, very special. The person who shared the gospel with me, friends, they were a person that kept pressing on. They were a person that understood that God had called them for a specific reason, and they laid hold of that for which God had called them, that Jesus Christ had called them into. Every day they kept pressing on. And they met a Dublin man, and they shared the gospel with a Dublin man. And God used that for his glory, and I put my trust in the Lord. And I was thinking recently, what if that man had been discouraged? What if he had been pushed back? What would have happened? Now, I believe God will work all things together for good. Amen? But this man's heart to press on and keep pressing on was unbelievable. So let's, let's look at the text. The Apostle Paul wants them to know, not that I've already attained this or I'm already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. 
It's an interesting truth to look at how we look at ourselves. Paul was saying, I haven't arrived yet. <laughs> I'm, I make mistakes. I am not perfect. And what God has called me into, I, I, I haven't gathered it all. There's still more. And God has called me to reach specifically the Gentiles and, and maybe some others. But I know where God has called me. I know that Jesus Christ has laid hold of my life for a reason and a purpose. And Paul understood that. And the more I studied this text, the more I saw, saw the Lord. I said, I said, Lord, how did he know what you called him into? How did he know where to go? How did he know what to press into? And as, as I studied Paul's life, and I've studied it quite a lot, I've noticed this, and he says it here, it's a simple word, him pressing on, the, the understanding behind that is he's straining after, running after to lay hold of something and making it his own. And when we put our trust in Jesus Christ, as I said, we're not taken home straight to heaven. God has a plan and a purpose for our life. And as we participate in our church, as God speaks to us through messages from the pulpit, in our day-to-day, -day, our quiet time, God starts to reveal to us what his plan is for our life. And each day, friends, the Apostle Paul has said this, I'm as human as you are. Your pastor is as human as you are. Okay? And God has spoken to them and called them into ministry. And the more time we spend with the Lord, you, me, the Apostle Paul, the more God will reveal to us. Amen? As we fulfill what God has called to be a church, the ecclesia, the called out, come along and serve. Listen to what God has said. Pray to God. Seek God. Tied into his kingdom. Sow into his kingdom. Walk with Jesus every day. We start to see clearer and clearer what God has called us into. I, I was seeking the Lord after our last church. Lord, where do you want us to go? What do you want us to do? And I'll be honest with you. I, I'm, a, I'm a doer. I just want to run and do. You know, that's my heart. But thank God for a good wife. She had the reins and she pulled me back and said, no, you're not doing that. And God is a way of stopping us and getting us to spend time with him. And as we walked with him and talked with him, and Jesus is so beautiful, he just sows into your heart and he wants to walk with you and talk with you. And day after day, I got to spend more time with the Lord. The most amazing thing happened. The things he had saved me for. He had saved me from things, but he had saved me for things. He started to reveal to me. And he gave me a hunger and a thirst to spend more time with him each day. And he will do the same with you. And the more time you spend with him, the more time you want to spend with him. And you will be encouraged to do that here in this church. And you will start to see, God will start to reveal to you what he has called you for. And I've also noticed the less time I spend with the Lord, the less I see. It's a truth, friends. If we just sit back and stagnate and stop, we're in trouble. And Paul wanted the church to keep pressing on. Because there's an amazing truth out there for you to lay hold of. There's a person that he wants you to reach. There's a mom, there's a daughter, there's a father, there's a son. There's someone out there that God has specifically called you to reach. And as you press on, 
Friends, it's quite amazing and it's adventure. It's, it's beautiful. God will start to work in you, to work through you. You'll sow seeds. You'll see fruit. God gives the increase. And praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. So Paul is passionate. He's saying, I'm not perfect. I haven't arrived. I've still got to press on. And if we're going to learn from someone as such who's been through the wars, who's been there, who's been faithful, let us learn from what the Scriptures teach us about Paul. So he hasn't attained it, but he pressed on to make it his own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. I want you to think for a second of that truth. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came into this world to seek and to save the lost. He died on the cross so he could make you his own. You belong to the Lord. Hallelujah. And he has work for us to do. Hallelujah. Now, I've learned also that that work is done in the strength of the Lord, not in Paul Hackett's strength. And when we press on, I said there's press back. The enemy will come to discourage you. He will try and get you to stop. We, we'll have a victory. He's so subtle. We'll have a victory where we'll see people saved and where we, we see breakthroughs. And we think, man, I'm knackered after that. I'm absolutely exhausted after that. And he'll encourage you, yeah, you need a rest. <laughs> you need to stop. And we think, well, probably that's it. There's nothing else to lay hold of. You know, we've, we've done pretty well. But friends, there's more. There is more. And, and, and what can happen is this. When we have those victories, as such, we can start to worship those victories. We can start to live in those victories day by day. And one day turns into another, turns into a week, turns into a month, and we're still resting in a victory that happened a long time ago. And, and we're not being effective, and we're not pressing on. And we're patting one around the back. Do you remember that day? And do you remember that? And that, that might happen again. And if we do things in a certain way, if we stand in a certain way, look a certain way, God will move again. Friends, we're passive when it comes to the Lord saving us. We can't save ourselves. He saves us. But we need to be active in our faith. And we need to press on. And yesterday's bread is yesterday's bread. But tomorrow there's fresh bread. Today there's fresh bread. And we've got to keep pressing on to lay hold of it. And don't limit God. And don't allow this view of, well, it's only pastors, it's only, you know, the, the musicians, it's only these people that we, that we see more than others that are gifted, that can lay hold of these things. God can turn a kingdom on its head with one person. And you could be that person. Mom, dad, someone here today, somebody watching, someone who's a chef, someone who's a trainee, somebody here today, Listen to me about your potential. God has laid before you good works for you to walk in that he has created before the foundation of the world. And he wants you to step into it. He wants you to press on and lay hold of it for his glory. And you will see souls saved. You will see people healed. You will see homes that are destroyed by addiction restored. If we keep pressing on, the enemy presses back. But the Apostle Paul learned this. It's in the same letter. 
You'll face difficult situations as you press on. Praise God you're not on your own. Look around you. There's an army. Praise God. You're not on your own. But when the enemy presses back, remember what Paul says. I can handle all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Amen? He will give you the strength to lay hold of that for which he has called you. Praise the Lord. Now, in verse 13, Brothers, I do not consider that I've made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. That word straining is so interesting. It doesn't say moving forward. It says straining forward. And Paul's picture here is of an athlete. Straining forward. Being energetic. Being mad about the kingdom. Not apathetic. Energetic. Pressing on. Getting excited again about what God can do. I believe if we were in the presence of the Apostle Paul, he'd be a person who's excited about the things of God. He, he forgets about what failed, but he remembers in the right way the successes God has given, and he's going to give them again. And when he says forget about the past, he's not saying forget about the blessings of God, because the Psalms remind us so much about what God has done, and he's going to do it again. But what he's saying is this, that was then, this is now, God has more for us. And let the enemy press all he's want. You keep pressing because I'm going to keep you. You're going to stand. I have made you my own. And I've filled you with my power. I've filled you with my spirit. You will be successful. In fact, you're more than a conqueror in me. And praise God for that. Friends, we need to be the church again that believes nothing is impossible with God. We need to stand and believe as we go on mission, as we go everywhere, that there are things to lay hold of. There's cultures, there's nations, there's communities that need to be laid hold of and God has called you to do it. Do you believe that? Yes. Praise God. Come on, let's affirm it in our spirit. We believe, Lord. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we need to strain forward. So you need to ask yourself, am I pressing on? And if I am, am I straining? You need to be active. You need to be involved. And you need to spend time with the Lord. And as you do, he'll dial up the vision. He'll dial it up and you'll start to see things like never before in the scriptures. You'll hear his voice clearer. A word from the pulpit on a Sunday might affirm something in your heart that God has revealed to you in scripture. When you're in work, there'll be almost a brighter light shining within you. And in the accountancy office, Standing at the crash, picking up the kids. God can call us anywhere. And just that word, are you okay? No, I'm not okay. Well, let me introduce you to someone that has helped me walk through until I am okay. And his name is Jesus. In the coffee shop, in the supermarket, the Lord has so many places for us to lay hold of things. On a plane... In the airport, there's so many places at a football match. That it's endless. God has called us into so many places for us to lay hold of things. From the point we're saved to the point we go home to heaven, there's a journey. And in Proverbs, there's a verse 
that says the day gets brighter and brighter until that perfect day. <laughs> and I can tell you now, friends, as we spend time with Jesus and talk with him and pursue the things, pursue him every day because there's a lot comes in to take our affection away. We need to pursue him. Like the way we pursued, you know, when, we, when, when I met Maura, I pursued her. <laughs> she didn't pursue me, no. When I met Maura, I pursued her. And because I loved her. We love Jesus. Let's pursue him. Let's walk and talk with him. Not, not, let's not let anything else steal his affection or our affection for him, is what I should say. And we need to pursue that every day. And as we walk with him, as we talk to him, as we make it our own, as we lay hold of it, friends, it's a different world. It's a different life. Doors start to open where there were no doors. You have conversations with people who might have been get stuff to go away before. God starts to move in you and through you. Keep pressing on. Keep pressing on. Now, verse 14, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So the moment we're saved and the upward call is when we go home to heaven. Now, I know this, and I've mentioned it, that a lot of things come against us. Maybe it's our perspective that needs to change today. We need to know that we're called we need to know we're called with a purpose. That there are things to lay hold of. We know we've learned how to lay hold of them. Spending time with the Lord. Being faithful. Serve. Be a part of your church. And we know we're going to heaven. But we know also. And I believe there's people maybe watching or people here. That we're straining forward. That we're pressing on. And something has stopped them. And today is the day, today is the day we say, Lord, help me. Help me be hungry and thirsty for you again. Give me a desire for the things of you. Help me love you like before. I, I want it to be the honeymoon period that every day of my life. I want to be passionate again. If there are things in my life that have robbed me, of my affection for you. Show me what they are, Lord. Help me drop them, Lord. Just bring me on. Let me pursue. Let me take hold of And God will. The Apostle Paul is it's quite amazing. You know, in, in his letters to Timothy, him and Timothy have grown so close. They journeyed together. They spent a lot of time apart. And they communicated. You know, we've got texts today where we can tell people instantly everything. But this was letters and traveling back and forth. And, well, Timothy, have you seen Paul lately? Yeah, I only saw him recently, six months ago. You know, it, it was a whole different context. But they were still connected by the Holy Spirit. And Timothy's heart for Paul and Paul's heart for Timothy. But Paul, you know, gives this beautiful picture where he says to Timothy, you know, it's, it's time for me to go as such. I've ran the race. I've fought a good fight. And I kept what was being given to me. And he was about to enter in. The man who kept pressing on. Who kept fighting the good fight. Is keep pressing on. So friends, I encourage you. There's a day will come. When we're in heaven. 
I believe this with all my heart that someone will tap you on the shoulder and thank you for pressing on. And you might not know it now, but I'm telling you, if you press on, it will happen. Because God hasn't called you to mock you. God has called you to lay hold of that precious thing he wants you to lay hold of for his glory. Praise the Lord. I just want to share a, a truth to encourage you. And a, when I was pastoring in a previous church, <laughs> you know, I was like, Lord, show us where to go. Show us what to do. I was so hungry. I was so passionate. Maura used to tell me, calm down, calm down. Uh, you know, I was just so excited for the things of God. I was hungry. I was passionate. And I, I was lay, laying hold of things. And, 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 and God is so patient with me and he's you know with my passion he's patience with me and and he and he's saying you know paul just slow down slow down and we went to work in this the lord clearly guided us with prayer to work in this um housing development and it was really tough and i know people work in tougher environments but as as we went around the doors my perspective was this that as i knock on the door i might get a few go aways but people are going to get saved the dam is going to burst the holy spirit's going to move and we're going to see revival and i believe that in my heart and as i went in and this that was my perspective and i'm knocking on doors go away leave us alone loser go away leave us alone loser and people spat on us and everything else and i was like lord what's going on Something interesting happened. As I was pursuing God, you see, it's not for my glory. It's not, look what I've done. We, we, we laid hold of, you know, 20 housing estates for the Lord. What did you do? No. No, God forgive us if we ever think that way. It's for his glory. And I'm saying, Lord, what have I done wrong? He says, you've done nothing wrong. You see, when you're laying hold of these things, there's other things you lay hold of as well. There's the grace to sustain you in the areas that are tough. And you need that grace. You need that word to say, keep on going, Paul. Come on, keep on going. You're going to see something amazing happen. Don't give up. You're an instant coffee person. You need to be patient. I build oak trees. They take time to grow. Just be patient. And God has had to remind me more times to be patient. I suffer with, I think, spiritual amnesia. And I'm like, Lord, please Help me, remind me. And God faithfully does. And I'm pressing into this estate. And this woman said, go away. I, leave me alone. And she cursed at us and spat at us and shut the door. And we moved on. And we, we have, God opened up the door. And we did an amazing kids club. It was amazing. All the kids that came along to start going to church. And, and I was exhausted. I went, oh, praise God. That's it. <laughs> Lord, take me home now. <laughs> we, we've achieved so much, Lord. Praise God. You know, there's been a lot of stuff laid hold of and we're all tired and we're going home and we're sweating. And, 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 and I'm thinking, do I have to get up the next morning and go again? And I sat down and I just spent time with the Lord. And he said, Paul, I want you to go again. I want you to press on. You see, when, when Jesus was going to the cross, he set his face as flint. He pressed on. And look what happened. Nothing stopped him. They tried to. When we press on, wait till you see what happens. For his glory. That woman, she was a heroin addict. Her daughter was a heroin addict. 
and she had two kids. 40-year-old, 20-year-old with two kids living in the same house in heroin. And we couldn't get in the door. They didn't want us in the door. But the Lord was saying, go back, go back, go back. They keep saying, no, no, no. And then one day, the Lord said, go again. And we pressed in. And we had a breakthrough. They come along to church, they give their life to the Lord. It wasn't easy. We had to keep pressing on and keep discipling and keep working with them. But the Lord wonderfully did a work in their life. I'm walking through Monaghan recently. You know, I'm a while out of that church. I'm walking along and I see the mum. Heroin free. To the glory of God. And I, and, I, and I was thinking as I was preparing this message. I said, Lord, that evening when I sat down. You know, I was fit from a bed. But the Lord said, go again. Keep pressing on. So friends, God understands we get tired. But it's his strength that we do it. So I want to encourage you to keep pressing on. And if you stopped, start again. And you will start to lay hold of that for which he laid hold of you. And when that day comes, the upper call in Christ Jesus. He's going to say, come on in, good and faithful servant. You didn't stop pressing on. Hallelujah. And when you're in heaven, well done. You kept pressing on. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So friends, in Jesus' name, I want to pray over you now. I want, to, I want you all to stand before God now. And I want, I want you to open your heart. I don't want you to be worried about the person to the left or to the right. I want you to open your heart before God. Whatever it is that stopped you pressing on, it's okay. We've all been there. And we're going to ask God to remove that and give you a hunger and a thirst for Him again. And He's going to show you what He's called you into. And you will see clearly what you need to lay hold of for His glory. Let us pray. Jesus, Lord Jesus. Father God, we thank you that you've called us into something amazing. We thank you that our home is in heaven, but you want us to do something. You've specifically called each and every person here and online to do something. And we pray, Father God, that by your Holy Spirit, you would give people a hunger and a thirst for you again. That every day they will run after you. They will pursue you until they lay hold of that for which you've laid hold of them. And no enemy, no person will stop them again. They won't stagnate. Lord, you will cultivate them for your glory so that they will see souls won for you. Lord, bless them. Bless them abundantly. Oh God, we give you the honor and glory. We praise your name. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you that we will press on. We will see souls saved. We will see you glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. And God's people said, amen. Praise God.
Thank you for tuning in with us today. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cork Church. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any questions, you can email us info at corkchurch.com or just check out our website. It's www.corkchurch.com. Again, thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time.